Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. The smuggler's propaganda is false. Let me be clear. Our border is not open and will not be open after May 11th. Congressman Omar, where is Congressman Omar? There you go. God love you. I'm not supposed to I'll get in trouble for saying this, but you look beautiful in that. Three million jobs have gone to China. You're sitting here and telling me that we have too many jobs in this country? Are you serious? Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Remember during the campaign over and over again, Joe Biden saying, I never once, not one time, ever had a conversation with Hunter or any family member about the the business dealings of them, uh, the foreign business dealings of them. Uh, yeah, uh, here's Biden answering questions on Hunter's business dealings now that we know that he straight up lied to the American people. Hey, President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do 
is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business? Yes, I stand by that statement. Now, James Comer, who's heading up the investigation into the Biden family syndicate, is pointing out that, remember, we thought it was three. We thought it was Jim, Joe's brother, Joe, and we thought it was Hunter and then his business partners, not family related. Then we found out, what, a week and a half ago, it was nine family members. Now it's 12 and it may be growing still. Now, remember, they've made a lot of progress now with their suspicious activity reports now coming in. Uh, over 170 of them uh, also finding all of these LLCs uh, that seem to be cre- that seem to have been created for one reason and one reason only, and that's to funnel money to varying family members. Now, there's a lot of questions here. Uh, one of the top questions is, OK, did people pay taxes on that money? That needs to be looked into. Number two, what do they do for that money? Number three, what did Joe know and when did Joe know it? Did Joe Biden, as his son Hunter implicates in his own laptop, uh, did he give half of his income to Pops? Uh, why was he so angry about paying for Pops's home repairs and was 10% for the big guys, the big guy, Joe Biden? Now, the Washington Post is reporting that prosecutors are nearing a decision on this felony tax charges and lying on his gun application charges. But to me, that's the low hanging fruit. We expect that could happen at any time at this point. Uh, but also now we have Joe Biden directly implicated in, in fact, a brand new legally protected, highly credible whistleblower disclosure. Uh, and I told you we're going to be hearing from a lot of whistleblowers. Uh, this is huge. According to this bombshell, we were, we talked about it yesterday on radio and TV. And now we're going to talk about it again with Jim Jordan, detailed by Senator Charles Grassley and Congressman Comer, that both the DOJ and the FBI are in possession of evidence that they believe will prove that Joe Biden took foreign bribes from the very letter, quote, describes an alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. In other words, yeah, not only would that be an impeachable offense, that likely would be a uh, felony or even worse. Who knows? Maybe multiple felonies. The document also purportedly includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed. Uh, now, as of now, we don't know if federal officials ever bothered to investigate or authenticate these serious and pre- precise claims in any way. Uh, we know that the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. Uh, John Solomon has reported that they authenticated it in the spring of 2020. And why was the FBI meeting with big tech uh, before the 2020 election and telling them they may be victims of a disinformation campaign and it may be about Hunter and Joe Biden? Anyway, Jim Jordan is with us. He is the head of the powerful Judiciary Committee uh, working in tandem uh, with Jim Comer uh, and uh, complimenting each other. Sir, how are you? I'm doing fine, Sean, and uh, I think I think your summation was was right on target, just right on target. All right, L- let me ask you. You know what my first thought is? Does this document, this whistleblower protected document, does it still exist? Do we know that they didn't destroy it? 
Uh, I, I, we don't know that, but but we do know this 1023 form that that Senator Grassley referenced, uh, that him and Chairman Cummins referenced in their in their letter. So you have a whistleblower who's come to Senator Grassley, who's who has said that there's an informant who tells him about this particular document and what it says. And I think you captured it. What the whistleblower is saying, the informant conveyed to him, is that this um, th- th- this there's money that was transferred for policy reasons. So if that actually happened, and we don't know, and this is what the informant is telling the whistleblower, the whistleblower is telling us, um, if that actually happened, and then you, if that happened and you couple it with everything else we know that you went through, 170 suspicious activity reports, thousands of pages, multiple LLCs receiving money, we know at least nine Bidens getting the money, uh, and the fundamental questions are the one you asked, what was the tax implications, did they pay taxes, what did they do for the money, what, what value did they add? Uh, and did the big guy know? I mean, when you go through it all, you're like, holy cow, if this is actually accurate, what this informant conveyed to the whistleblower, that is a whole different, that is a whole different perspective that we have on this thing now, if in fact it's true. I have a lot of questions and I hope we can get answers soon. How much money did the Biden family, uh, do in business? What's the total amount of business dollars, uh, that they made in deals with China? and Russia, and Ukraine, and Kazakhstan, and a dozen other countries. Uh, how, what, did they, what did these countries expect in return? Um, did Hunter Biden register as a foreign agent? Uh, my reading of this is he did not, but didn't Paul Manafort go to jail for such a thing? For, for the Farrah violation, yeah, exactly. No, again, that's, that's just one of the many double standards we've seen over the last few years. But I think that first point you made is so good, too. What's the overall amount of money? How many millions of dollars are we talking about? And we know that there's tax concerns that, that, that already exist with Hunter Biden. What are the tax implications for everyone else? And I, I always go back to the fundamental question that you raised earlier. Is what did they do? What service did they provide? What value did they add? What did they do to, uh, to warrant receipt of this kind of money? And you, ne- you never seem to find anything. It's like, well, we know one specific example. You know, now, Joe Biden is on tape uh, bragging that he leveraged one billion taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired within six hours or they're not getting the money. I said, I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. Turns out that prosecutor was investigating his son, uh, zero experience hunter, uh, and his deal with Burisma Energy. Uh, then he goes, then Hunter goes on Good Morning America and is asked, well, do you have any experience in energy? No. Oil? No. Gas? No. Uh, coal? No. Any experience in Ukraine? No. Why do you think they give, gave you all this money? I don't know, he says. Yeah, exactly. So that means he's getting paid. Now, I'd like that gig. If I don't have any experience and you want to give me a ton of money, I'll be glad to have that deal with you. Yeah, no, it's. It's as, it smells as high as you can imagine. And uh, again, I think anyone paying attention sees it exactly that way. Um, we're just going to have to see what the FBI gets back to, uh, to Mr. Comer and Mr. Grassley, Senator Grassley about, uh, with this, with this letter. And then, in, in fact, Mr. Comer may have to issue, uh, Chairman Comer may have to issue subpoenas if they don't get the, get the information back to us for that, for that document. This, this, my understanding is 1023 form that they have. 
uh, that contains this document, nor contains this information. See, I think the question now, if in fact Grassley and Comer are right that this evidence exists based on a credible whistleblower, um, then Joe Biden has a lot of questions that he must answer. What did Joe know about these foreign business dealings? When did he know it? Did Joe make any money from these deals? And if he did, how much? Uh, because even Hunter, his son, implicated his father, Pops. Uh, he said that Pops took half his income. He complained about paying for Pops' home repairs and setting aside 10% for the big guy. That sounds to me like Joe Biden uh, benefited financially from his son's foreign business dealings. Yeah, no, it, it sure sounds that way. And here's the thing that bothers me so much. Not only was all this going on, the officials, who now the now famous 51, who signed their name with their title on that letter, on that statement, that misinformed, that was not accurate, that had a huge impact on the election. And we've now learned in the past couple weeks that there was, that all was done in coordination with the Biden campaign, so much so that Steve Reschetti, who ran the Biden campaign, called up Mike Morrell and thanked him after the final debate where Joe Biden used it as if it was organic, as if it just came out of nowhere, used it in that debate. So this is where this all ties together and the huge implications it has for we, the people of this great country. That is the part that really, really frustrates me. And then we need to know, did the Secretary of State, uh, Tony Blinken, who helped organize the 51 former intel people, uh, was that a quid pro quo? Uh, should, should, should there be consequences for him getting 51 former intel people to say something that they ha- had no knowledge about uh, that did have a big impact on the election? And let me ask you this. What about the FBI? They had Hunter's laptop in 2019. Uh, they could have corroborated and verified that that was really his, his laptop. Why was the FBI... Uh, involved in an operation meeting weekly with big tech companies, warning big tech companies that they may be victims of a misinformation campaign, and it may be about Joe, it may be about Hunter Biden, uh, prepping them for the inevitable leak because they all knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy at the time. Um, is, is, Is that election interference in their way? It sure is, and it was the coordination here where the FBI and our government was involved with big tech in, quote, pre-bunking the laptop story. Uh, and the idea that, of course, the FBI, as you said, Sean, had the laptop for a year before this comes out. And then the coordination between former CIA officials and, and, and intelligence officials with the Biden campaign. And understand this, when, when Tony Blinken said he, he, he didn't put the letter together, we have Mike Morrell under oath in his transcribed interview. Mike Morrell, the key figure who actually organized the 51, put it together, former acting director of the CIA. Under oath, he says, what prompted you to do it? The call from Tony Blinken on the 17th of October, 2020, over the 18th and 19th, he puts it together. Tony Blinken even emailed uh, and, and told Morrell, or Morrell emailed others and said, this is how the campaign the campaign, the Biden campaign, wants us to get this information out to the press. That's the type of coordination that was going on. So the idea that they're saying something different is just not consistent with what Mike Morrell testified to. And Tony Blinken not only got a job in the in the Biden administration, the Secretary of State, an important job. Mike Morrell, I think, when he put this together, was auditioning for the CIA directorship, uh, the director position. That's what he now he didn't get it, but I think that was part of his motivation for also putting the letter together. All right, quick break. We'll come back more with Ohio Congressman, head of the all-important House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, on the other side. 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll also get to your calls as we continue. 
All right, we continue with the head of the House Judiciary Committee. They are looking into whether the FBI is politicized and the DOJ is weaponized. Jim Jordan is with us. Let's talk about the whistleblowers that you are talking to. And that deals with the issue of whether or not our FBI has been politicized and whether or not the DOJ has been weaponized. Um, are we going to hear from those whistleblowers as well? And hopefully soon we've heard from some. Yeah, no, we will. We will have, uh, we plan on having a hearing this month. Um, you know, I think it'll be the, in, in two weeks is when we're scheduled to do that. Uh, that hasn't been officially noticed, but I think that's when we're looking at having, uh, multiple whistleblowers come in. We've now, I think, talked, we've had a number of them come talk to us. We have actually had several of them sit for transcribed interviews, the same kind of process we went through with Mike Morrell. And some of those individuals are, in fact, going to testify, uh, later this month. Uh, let me ask you this. I've actually heard that there are members of that group of 51 that are pretty angry and feel like they were used. Have you heard that? Well, I do think they didn't expect the kind of uh, scrutiny that it's received, um, that we will have a report coming out, real an interim report on this issue that I think will also uh, give some new um, uh, weight to the whole situation and, frankly, some new facts that we've just, we've just beginning to put together. So we're putting that report together as, as, as we speak. I read through a rough draft of it actually earlier today um, that I think will be out sometime here in the very near future that, that lays it out um, and, and gives, I think, a, a good full perspective of what really happened. Unbelievable. You've been doing great work. Uh, so has uh, James Comer. Uh, I noticed you're taking a lot of incoming as a result. That doesn't shock me in any way, shape, manner, or form. Uh, but we really appreciate you being with us. We appreciate your courage and all you're doing for the country. Uh, thank God you're there. Uh, Ohio Congressman, head of the all-important uh, House uh, Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, thank you for being with us. Do that, John. Take care. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program? Didn't the IRS scandal and the NSA atrocities convince you? You need a watchdog on Washington with insider sources. You need Hannity every day. 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, these are tough economic times for every American, unfortunately, thanks to Joe Biden, his horrific energy policies and economic policies. Anyway, all of us are looking to save money, and you don't want to sacrifice service especially when it comes to your cell phone so i have the solution for you that's why there's now a stampede uh over to my cell phone company pure talk uh it's a veteran-owned company now the great thing is they offer the exact same service as at&t verizon t-mobile they use the same cell towers they use the same 5g network you'll have the same number of coverage bars on your phone you're not sacrificing a thing and the average family saves close to $1,000 uh, a year, uh, which is real money in your pocket for the exact same service. Uh, by the way, you can get great plans at Pure Talk. Right now, for example, they'll give you blazing fast data, 5G data, uh, unlimited talk, unlimited text, and it's only 30 bucks a month, and you don't have to sign a contract, and you have 100% satisfaction money-back guarantee. It's simple to make the switch. Their U.S. customer service team will make the switch simple, fast, and easy. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Do it now, save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now. For the exact same service, you're saving a fortune from our friends at Pure Talk. 
So I, I like Piers Morgan a lot. Piers Morgan is a fun guy. We once competed at, in the same hour when he was on fake news CNN. And every night that he would lecture the American people about our Second Amendment and our right to keep and bear arms, uh, I loved it because I knew that uh, the American people did not want to lecture from, even though they're close friends and, and allies of ours, Great Britain, uh, on on our rights that are, you know, in this case, the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. They didn't like it. You know, but I said to him, it would be the equivalent of me going over and doing a show in Great Britain, which probably would not go over well. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Based on my one experience, I said to my staff, we were, de- we were in London once, and there was an anti-Trump protest going on. I said, all right, grab the cameras. Let's go down there. They're not going to know me here. Um, and we'll get we'll do some men on the street interviews. So we get down there. I finally get in the crowd. I get spotted immediately. And all of a sudden, a big crowd of hate Hannity people surround me. The cops come running over and like they're like, you need to get the hell out of here now surround me and then walk me you know to safety <laughs> how stupid I, I didn't know fox news was on in great britain what did i know yeah they had the sky news version and you know at the end of the day they got you know your big happy face over there in uh in england and they can watch you and hate you and there's plenty of people that love you too but that was not a small mob no. that was a massive that, that was like a flash mob i no, mean dude that was, it was quick they filled the streets they blocked the streets you couldn't drive that one, was one guy like tried to knock my hat off or did a little push and run and i like i started and literally everybody on my team held me back but they also there the cops there don't carry guns you know so they're know. walking around with batons Big you know deal. they're going to do a lot of damage it's just a hot mess so what i said to peers is it would be the equivalent of me going to great britain and and you know, just just pounding on the monarchy, and I'm not bowing uh, before any king. And if I was a woman, I wouldn't curtsy uh, before any queen. Uh, it's not happening. I'll bow before one person only in life, and that person will be God Almighty and His Son Jesus Christ. That's it. I'm not bowing before anybody. Um, anyway, so Donald Trump made a good point on this. He said it's disrespectful. For Biden not to attend King Charles coronation, I mean, this is a big deal for the Brits. You know what? Even though I don't love it, I know people that do love it. People will get up at 5 a.m. I know Fox has full coverage, and they're going to watch this. And my interest level is next to zero. Um, But I know a lot of people are into it. Anyway, this is what Donald Trump said. Now, Mr. Biden's not coming. What does that say about his relationship with the U.K.? Because we get the feeling here. Yeah, he's very, very pro Ireland. He completely ignores the fact that Biden is in fact an English name. He's got English relatives. He doesn't seem to like us very much. I don't think he can do it physically, actually. I think that it's hard for him to do it physically. I think getting over here for him, he's got a lot of things going, a lot of strange things happen. But certainly he should be here as our representative of our country. Uh, I was surprised when I heard that he wasn't coming. You would think he would be here. He'll be in Delaware, where he spends a lot of time. He spent a lot of time there during the election. In the bunker. So, so I don't know, but it's. I was very surprised to see. I think it's very disrespectful for him not to be. I think Trump is right. This. I think it's an issue that he cannot travel that much. They minimize his travel because he can't handle it. He did not have a good week cognitively this week. 
It was an awful week. You notice before any big speech, he's missing in action for days and days and days. I don't know if he was seen today. I, I really haven't had time to follow the news as much as I want. But he's been out of action now for 48 hours when he did, uh, did a speech earlier in the week. It made no sense at all whatsoever. And he couldn't say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who he says then is a friend of mine. And the cheer from Muslim, from, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know him, and I did mispronounce his name. Congressman Omar, where are you, Congressman Omar? There you go. God love you. I'm not supposed to I'll get in trouble for saying this, but you look beautiful tonight. I don't know why you wanted the job, man. I appoint all those federal judges, but, you know, thank you for serving. I'm not kidding. You want to come and make a speech? Hush up, boy. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. 
Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. My mother would say, you know, the quorum teaches that one of his highest signs is the creation of heavens and earth and the diversity of our languages and colors. I mean, it was a bad speech, that speech. Anyway, so everybody rightly is pointing out, Joe Rogan said it's it's not that democratic for Biden to refuse to de- debate in the primary. That would be RFK Jr. And, and Marianne Williamson, who, by the way, is on our show tonight on Hannity. I'm going to give every presidential candidate or potential candidate um a shot on the air and ask them tough questions uh let them have time to answer i'm not going to interrupt them i'll let them talk even if i disagree uh and anyway so rogan says it and then you have uh simone sanders former biden official saying that there'll be no democratic primary or debates for 2024 now we all know the reason why because he's not up to debating listen and that's just how it is. It's just like it's not being run well. And so you have to go, well, who could do it better? Could it be a Republican or it could be a better Democrat? And if it's not a better Democrat, like, how are we going to get a better Democrat if you don't let the president debate? So they won't let him debate yeah. because Robert Kennedy Jr. And what is that other woman's name? Marion Williamson. Marion Williamson. Apparently, they're, they're both uh, promising candidates for the Democratic Party, but they won't let him debate before the primaries. Mm. So it's like, that's not that democratic. Like, that's not how it's supposed to do it. 
I really think that uh, the mealy mouth Democrats, as I like to call them, and some of my progressive friends who would like to live in a fantasy land, they need to come back to reality. Yeah. And the reality is this. The sitting president of the United States of America is a Democrat, a Democrat that would like to run for re-election so much so that he has declared a re-election campaign. Right. In that case, the Democratic National Committee will not facilitate a primary process. There will be no debate stage for Bobby Kennedy, Marine Will Marianne Williamson, or anyone else to so we're going to have another Bobby Kennedy in an empty chair in the debate, right? There will be no debate. Yeah, no debate. <laughs> the Democratic yeah. National Committee administers the debates, and they're not going to set up a primary process for debates to for someone to challenge the head of the Democratic Party. And then Corinne Jean-Pierre gives a bizarre excuse for Biden's light schedule and goes on to say, you know, he's not going to be speaking. She's not going to be speaking about Biden's seventh grandchild. Why not? That's a legitimate question. This is your grandchild. She's four years old. She's an innocent child here. She deserves to be loved by grandma and grandpa, acknowledged by grandma and grandpa. You know, they put up the Christmas stockings. They put the other six grandkids' stockings up. They even put the dog stocking up, but they don't put the seventh grandchild stocking up. They've never acknowledged this grandchild. Listen. Uh, I wanted to ask about the trial going on in Arkansas with Hunter Biden and the child support. Are the president and first lady monitoring that? And how come they haven't acknowledged the seventh grandchild? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Why not? Go ahead. All right, let's get to our phones. Janice in South Carolina. Janice, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. What's going on? I wanted to talk about a few things in the banking world. I'm a private wealth advisor at our large regional bank. And some of the things that we see um, aren't really talked about correctly on the news. For example, FDIC insurance and how that works was misrepresented on one of the major uh, channels this week. And then there's reports that you've heard of, suspicious transmittal reports and OFAC reports, and how that works hand-in-hand hand with U.S. Treasury. And it boggles my mind that all those reports that went in, if that had been me, I'd have already heard from somebody. And yet it took our judiciary to get that uh, brought to light but um anyhow the fdic insurance what they said on the news was you get 250 per person and that's true to an extent well it was true to an extent except if you had your money in the silicon valley bank where millionaires and billionaires were guaranteed all of their money uh and in some cases it was billions of dollars you know the best question asked on that was by james langford of oklahoma and he says, well, will the, my constituents in Oklahoma get the same treatment as the billionaires and the millionaires? Uh, and the answer was from Janet Yellen, nope. I'm like, how is that fair? I will tell you, you know, I'm looking at the Drudge Report right in front of me. Half worry deposits are not safe. No, more banks are stressed. The crisis is expanding. Now, Joe Biden has been saying we're not going to have any more bank crises. Not, there's not going to be any more failings. Uh, no, all the information that we're getting anecdotally is showing that these banks are in trouble and many of them will need to be bailed out. And I'll tell you what that means, that because they bailed out billionaires and millionaires, uh, the very people they seem to hate all the time, uh, as long as you're a liberal billionaire, a liberal millionaire, you, you get special treatment, you get your money protected. Uh, but rank and file Americans, you know, they get screwed over. Um, I tell you right, I'm going to be very blunt with you. And I said it on the air and people called in and said, Hannity, you're not allowed to do that. 
uh, to get money out of the bank, any substantial amount of money, you have to order it. It's not like they have it in their vault inside the bank. They don't. And you have to order it. And I have a safety deposit box. Now, I know that by law, you're not allowed to put the money in the safety deposit box. I know many of you have called. Let's just put it this way. I don't bring the money home. There is a safe place where it is stored. And I think everybody should have some cash on hand. If, by the way, if you can, every 60% of the country plus is, is living paycheck to paycheck. It just sucks. And if you have to worry about, you know, your money in the bank, uh, that's more stress, financial stress, all preventable, all caused by Biden's economic and energy policies. He is failing this country on a spectacular level and hurting everyday Americans. The Democratic liberal uh, climate alarmist cult, religious cult, new green dealers, they are hurting the American people. You know, they're raising taxes on gas and oil and coal and pensions uh, and corporations, those evil corporations that only pass that tax on to you, onto us, onto we, the people. And you know what? They've become the party of the, you know, Hollywood East and West Coast elites. And frankly, you know, Trump made the Republican Party the party of hardworking men and women, the real people that make this country great. Anyway, I'm speaking too much here. Give you the last word. Just wanted to say, you know, for the normal family that maybe has, and I say normal, but the people that have enough money to worry about, it's not just 250 a person. It's based on basically how it's titled. So if you have a trust and you have 10 beneficiaries, multiply 10 times 250, and that's how much coverage you have. But yet these experts were on television saying, oh, you can only get 250. Not true. But um, but to the safe deposit box, mm -hmm. put it in there. Just don't tell anybody that's what you're doing or the suspicious trend. Uh, but, 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 but don't tell people to break the law. Not a good idea. Saying if you do, they're going to write a suspicious transmittal report if they know. No, listen, I, I take out enough money so I know there's going to be a suspicious activity report. I'm not hiding anything. This is my money. I'm entitled to have cash on hand if I want cash on hand. And that's it. So um, is that suspicious? Not really, because everybody that I know that has a little bit of money has money stored someplace, buried underground somewhere um, in some unknown location. Anyway, thanks for the call, Janice. God bless you. But this is a real crisis. Unfortunately, it's sad. All right, that's going to wrap things up for us today. Uh, but let not your heart be troubled. We got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. Congressman James Comer, uh, who has now been doing a deep, deep dive into the Biden family syndicate. We'll talk about the letter that he co-signed with Senator Grassley. You don't want to miss that. Then we'll check in with Stephen Miller. A Democratic presidential candidate, Marianne Williamson, has agreed to come on the show. That's going to be interesting. Steve Muller's on tonight. Tommy Laren's on tonight. Curtis Sliwa is on tonight. Based on this this incident that took place down in the subway, it's very controversial. We'll tell you about that. Leo 2.0 Terrell, Lisa Booth, and Michelle Tafoya. 9 Eastern, set your DVR. Hannity, Fox News. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.